So very much Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, jab, 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 right hook, value, 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 value. So we got a man 22 event, which is awareness for suicide awareness for military and first responders coming up this weekend. So we push that out to the database and we invite people to it. So there's more of that community come make a bigger impact of these type of things. And then they will give us referrals. From that, we then, what do we do? Life update, da, 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 da. And it starts to compound um, through referrals from referrals over time. And what's great about this is Welcome to the Freedom Chasers podcast, where we bring you interviews and discussions that share the stories, successes, goals, and dreams of real estate agents and real estate investors pursuing a life of purpose and freedom. All right, guys, today I get to interview Ruben Garcia, and you can see from his shirt, Don't Suck at Life. We're going to be talking about that today, amongst a lot of other things. Ruben is a real estate agent, coach, consultant, you know, business grower, networker, etc., we're going to be talking a lot about the problem of time and the problem and how to set up businesses that are relatively automatic. All these amazing things that as you want to scale and grow your real estate business can come in handy. Ruben, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Let's talk about it. As you're coaching consulting, we were talking pre-show, you know, you were talking about the main problem you hear most is time. So can you help set the stage for how are people seeing time and, and then how, how are you helping them fix that? Yeah, I mean, you know, if, if for anybody who's listening, let me know if you have a challenge with time, right? If you're a father, mother, brother, sister, you got kids, you're working a job, you're doing this whole real estate thing, and, uh, and you're investing, and you're doing sales, and you got to get groceries, right? Like right. all of that and life just happening is is what we end up finding out to be one of the biggest challenges. It was where people or the agents or the business owners are like, you know what? I just don't have enough time for X, whatever X could be, even if it could supersede a lot of their challenges and get them into a better situation. So we do hear that a lot. Um, but what do we say? We, the first, my first question, man, and if you were to throw that at me, Matt, I would say, cool, Matt, you mind if I see your calendar? Yep. And I'm telling you, man, that right there probably knocks out half of them. They're like, uh, yeah, but before you do, uh, you see what happened was, and it's like, dude, how are you going to tell me you don't know where time's going if you're not scaling or watching time yourself? If you're not holding time accountable, how can you tell me you don't have it, <laughs> right? So that's the first thing. We, we just, I simply open up their calendar. We get a little dirty as we go in there. Yeah, and so it all starts with the time audit. And so as a result of that, generally in the person that hasn't went through coaching yet, what do you typically see? I mean, obviously wasted time, but where do you consistently see agents wasting their time? Uh, so if we do go into their calendar, honestly, I think they block out more time than that, than what is needed on certain tasks. So maybe an hour or two hours on certain tasks. And that could even be lead generation because really this whole real estate business is broken down into two parts, create business and service business. That's it. It's really that simple, but you will see that they will put more tasks or more time on tasks that aren't necessarily even given them an ROI. So it could be marketing, it could be putting flyers together, it could be that type of thing. Or maybe it is lead generation, but they're saying, hey, they need to do, let's say 20 contacts in two hours. And I say, hey, what if we were to chop that thing in half? What could we do with this extra hour? Because what the reality is, is that activities fill the time allowed, right? So just like when you give Bobby a science project to finish by the end of the month has four weeks, it's going to take him all four weeks. He's going to wait till last week to finish it. If you give him three days, five days, he's going to finish it in three to five days. And he's going to make sure it happens, right? Other distractions are going to come into his life that he can reflect, focus on the activity, finish in three to five days. And we use that kind of concept and just start chopping people's time. If they've already done a good job of blocking in time in half 
or maybe three-fourths of it will stay. A quarter of it's got to go. And I'm telling you, dude, you're, you're able to accomplish a lot within a short amount of time. You just need to challenge yourself to do it. Yeah, absolutely. And so obviously once the calendar becomes visible and there's a commitment to, then obviously like a lot of times it probably just becomes a glaring issue. How often once you get down to the nuts and bolts of it, do you face resistance from your agents and taking action and the necessary steps? Dude, it's still an 80-20, man. You know, out of 10 agents, eight are going to find an excuse on why they can't make it happen. 20% are going to be the ones that say, you know what? I got my back against the wall. I got bills due. I need to get the hell out of my current situation. And it doesn't matter. You All they're looking for is the plan. And if you can lay the plan in front of them, which we can go over that too, they're just going to take action on it. So, yeah, I mean, you do hear every excuse in the book. And, and by the way, I love to hear them, right? Because here we go. When I started real estate, I was a single father. So you can't say you're a single parent. You can't do it. Blah, blah, blah. Single father raised her since she was three weeks old, which imagine what that looked like. I was working at UPS during peak season, going to school, making real, trying to make this whole real estate thing work, getting two to three hours a night. Cause I also worked nights at UPS of sleep, two to three hours of sleep, still made it happen. But on all my clocks, I wrote time to get to work. You know, like it didn't matter the time. I, but my focus was get out of my current situation, quit UPS, you know, make a better future. So as long as I had the path, I was able to make it happen. And that's where you see the 20%. They're back against the wall or they're truly passionate about real estate and they'll make it happen. So you were a single father working two jobs, sleeping two to three hours a night. What for you made it feel like you had to succeed versus just like saying to heck with it? Like I give up. Yeah. So I did a few things, you know. The first thing was, I, 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 it was weird, dude. I, I was out at night because uh, I work nights and the sun was going down the, and the, the sunset was gorgeous, right? And I said, man, this can't be it. This can't be it. Like, this is my life. And so I said, I can make a change, right? And I was, honestly, I was still trying to pull myself out of welfare at the time too. So I was still getting welfare checks and all this stuff. Not proud of it. Not proud of it. Um, and, and couldn't wait to get out of it. And I said, well, if this... The only way you can get out of this is if I say that this is all my fault, which it is, then I can take ownership and, and kind of move through this and out of this. And I, I drilled a white ball, a white whiteboard in my wall and I put contact attempts, contacts made, appointments set, how much time I spent every single day and how much my commission checks were so I could start calculating my how much my, my time was worth. And my numbers every single morning would tell me, hey, dude, you're hitting this goal or you're not. Hey, you're, you gave yourself an excuse yesterday or you didn't. So I just wanted out of my current situation. I had this whiteboard to keep me accountable. And I hired a coach at the same time on credit card because <laughs> I couldn't afford it. Um, but that was a that, that was the reason why. And the way that I really was able to get out of that was through the numbers. The numbers telling me if I, if I hit my daily goal or I did not hit my daily goal. I was not dating a girl at that time. So I was able to drill whiteboards into my bedroom wall. And I didn't hear much about it, you know. How many months did you have to do that level of grind? 10 months, man. And I had a lender and I got a video of this and she's like, dude, you got to stop. You're going to burn out. You're just going to fall on the floor one day. And in that time, my mentality was like, you're weak and I don't need that right now. And, and now I see it. And it's like, that's one of the first things we teach our people in terms of priorities, taking care of yourself, exercising my day, why days, all this stuff is priorities. But back in the day, it was a weakness. And I, I just tried to drown out all that. And I would listen to anybody who was saying the total opposite, like old school Gary Vee, right? Um, uh, Patrick Bet David back in the day, uh, all the older books. Those were my people that were telling me David Goggins people, but David Goggins wasn't out yet. 
just constantly flooding my brain with that stuff because I could hear everything or every excuse on why I should stop or why I should slow down. And I did not need to hear it at that time, but yeah. 10 months, sorry, that was a long answer for that. And that's enough obviously to create enough income to, to get some reserves and, and to get the ball rolling so that you could play the game a little bit more strategically. Correct. Yep. Six months of reserves. And then I jumped yeah. and actually the same day I jumped, this came in the mail because yeah. I ordered it. It was the same day that I hit that number in my account. And in the middle of the, it says, uh, if you don't have, no, no, no. Uh, if you don't like something, change it. If you don't like your job, quit. And it came in the same day. So that's yeah. why it sits behind me. Yeah. So you've gone on not only to have some success, but obviously build, you know, uh, a group that did over 2000 transactions last year. And even within your own tighter network, 60 transactions on this past system, right? This prospecting automated system. Uh, this is really interesting for me because I love prospecting and I love teaching prospecting. So kind of walk me through like the evolution of that and how you built it. Yeah. So I wanted to build something that I could die today and it still run without me. I had that aha at a 10 X growth con conference thing, con conference. Right. Um, and that's where it really hit me. And that's where I started making a change. And I said, how do I create a system that prospects with or without me still creates leads? Those leads get closed with or without me or anyone in my family. Money still comes to the family, though. How do you do that? Because uh, if I die, I still need income coming to the family, right? So all I did was build out a database and then we run 100% text messages. We make zero phone calls. We've done this for years now. Now, the reason for text is because I'm not the one on the phone call. So you're not going to get used to hearing my voice. I'm dead, right? So we run 100% text messages. Those texts go out. We do, let's, here's a quick example. We do life updates approximately every two months. So how's life? How's your kids? Whatever else. That, by the way, all this is outside of anniversaries, birthdays, you know, the regular stuff. So life updates every two months. We ask for business once a year. We ask for talent every nine months to once a year. So who do you know looking to get into real estate as a career or at another firm looking for more opportunity, that type of conversation, constantly looking for talent, uh, side hustle. So we do short-term rentals, long-term rentals, and we have an RV rental. So we push our side hustle through it too. Side hustles. Uh, let's see, uh, ask for business talent. Oh, and meet, but this, this just started this year, which is M E E T meet, <laughs> um, where we actually, I will go and meet the person. This just happened this year because I, I'm not dead. And, mm -hmm. uh, we wanted to strengthen some of those relationships. So you can knock off me and just run those other four and systematically have that conversation with your database, hundred percent through text messages and your conversions. I think ours was about 12 to one on getting an appointment that ended up leading to a closing. So 12 contacts to one closing through this system. Now, the beauty of it is I documented the whole thing, built a course, because if I do die, my wife knows the VA that she's handing this course to, the VA will learn it and then run, go right into my database and run the play. We get the leads, the, the three agents I was telling you about already knows the plan. They understand that those referral fees are gonna come right back to my family. My wife is licensed for that. Love it. And and so you talk about the 12 to one. So if you're doing say 60 transactions, there's about 720 or so people in that database. Dude, so now there's a little over 3000. So it's yeah. a very small database compa compared to some of these big, big hitters. But I probably talked to about 1,500 of them now. But yeah, when we first started, it was about seven to 800. Uh, the market has obviously slowed down a little bit of interest rates, uh, punching people in the gut for, for now in terms of people who are looking to buy a home they want to live in forever, not not a, uh, investor type stuff. 
So, yeah, I mean, we have a we have a little bit more of those conversations happening before the appointments, but yeah, yep. But you're right. So, is there other things happening besides the text message? I mean, you're talking about the meet program, but is it social media or is it just text and meet? So the numbers you hear are only numbers that are going to come out of the database. I do do social media. I do have, I just started a YouTube called Find Fayetteville, which is very much centric to Fayetteville, North Carolina, um, which is obviously to display and highlight people within our community, but also on the back end, obviously you get leads. So we just started that. Uh, I do have another YouTube channel just for and, uh, the agent who wants to learn more. And all social media platforms, including Thread, right, that just came out. So I'm on all of that, but I don't count them. Now, the only way that we count a quote unquote, like, let me ask you, what do you consider a contact to be? Like, what's your definition of a contact? Yeah, I mean, typically like someone that I've had a, a real conversation with that I've got contact information. Yeah. And if I ask a room full of people, do you think they'll all say that or they'll all no. more than likely? Yeah, exactly. So what we said, yeah, 100%. So we had to get very clear on what a contact was. So a contact for us is three things. And this is going to roll into your social media stuff. <clears throat> so number one, what you said, get your, get their contact information. What we call it database, 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 database. You got to add them to the database, name and number. If they don't have a number, then put in the notes that you'll, that they only communicate through social media or whatever it is, but database. The next one is notes. So write notes on the person, where you met them, who they were with, blah, blah, blah. You get that. And then the third and final piece that most agents forget where we win, follow-up. So we just set the follow-up, life updates, ask for business, talent, side hustle, and meet. That's it. And so if we do those three things, that's now considered a contact. But handing someone a card at the grocery store when I picked up lettuce does not count as a contact in our world. You have to get their number, notes that they picked up lettuce, and y'all talked about heads of lettuce for three minutes, you know, and then we set a follow up on maybe a week later, like, hey, how was that salad? Right. Like building relationships that way. That's what's going to be considered a contact. So, yes, we do social media, but the numbers only count when we do database notes and a follow up. Everyone who listens to our show knows Tim and I are passionate about obtaining financial freedom through real estate investing. We also know that everyone's situations and goals are different. And while there are programs out there that show you a path to financial freedom, many of these programs are just too cookie cutter and don't take your personality, situation, and desired outcome into account. Think about the number of times that you've watched a guru online and tried to do the exact same thing as they did, but had nowhere near the same results. You are not alone. When I got started, I was continually paying for courses and getting only partial results until I discovered the path that made sense for me. The results prove this out. Most online course creators have let us in on their dirty secrets that 90 to 95% of their students never complete their course and achieve their desired outcome. This is not something that we're okay with. The benefit of working with Tim and I is that we are interviewing between five and 20 people every single week. We have accumulated hundreds of seven-figure strategies and gotten inside scoop from these successful entrepreneurs. We're able to work with you to pick the strategy that will best fit and then help you create the custom plan to take you quickly into financial freedom. As a former math teacher, I always taught my students that the fastest way between two points is a straight line. If you want to get rid of the many curves in the road that can make the journey longer and more costly, then go to coaching.freedomchaserspodcast.com and book a call with us. And let's get you on a straight line path to freedom. Yeah. So these are, these are in your sphere. So talk to me about the fact that you're obviously staying in good touch with these people. They do, they do transactions with one of your agents. Is that then client considered to be one of your agent's clients now? Or 
Great question, dude. So this is one of I'm gonna, uh, I forgot to plug in my computer. This is one of the the benefits of what we do. So I'm a market guy, meaning I trust the market, a free market type thing, right? So that being said, I tell the agent, one of these three agents, I say, hey, listen, you know, obviously I built the relationship. I've had all this going. Now they're going to you, which we run an RPG. They have to agree on the referral fee, RPG, referral fee. So 30% or more, depending on the person, P, powered by, proven by Ruben. So when they're doing their marketing material, they got to put powered by, proven by Ruben. And the G is group text. They got to put me in a group text with this client. So we're, we're, we're doing all that. And uh, where was I going with that? The RPG threw me off. Oh my gosh, where was I going? Oh, yes. 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 So obviously I built that relationship, but this is what I tell the agent. I say, listen, if you do a better job, following up and building a relationship more than me, if you do a better job than me and they go to you, what am I to do? Am I to get mad and throw down my pencil? No, you did a better job than me, right? What's the quote? Don't wish it were easier. Wish you were better. Yep. There you go. So like, I'm just going to wish I, I did a better job and then put that into practice. So no, if they do a better job, they keep the lead hundred percent. But that being said, you're following up with that person for life. They'll oh, never get away. Actuality. Yeah. So far, so good. I mean, if, if they have pulled uh, some, you know where I would miss it is if the client gave them a referral. Yeah. You, that's where I would miss it. And if that's happened, I don't know about it, but I don't care either. Yeah. yeah. Because remember how the team is structured. I would probably miss out on a 30 plus percent, but not overall of the percent that I'm going to get from the company dollar that goes to the company through revenue share. Right. So there's still that slight little trade-off, but again, I should have done better. Right. I should have done better and they can keep it. Yeah. That's a great question though. This is a system that you're thinking about, particularly for when you're dead uh, and, and to be relatively automated while you're alive. So obviously it can grow through the constant asking for referrals, but do you see any other growth mechanisms that will be acting upon it? Uh, you know, in the event that you're not here. Like to so, yeah, the, it's funny because it compounds through. So when we do, so very much Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, jab, 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 right hook, value, value, mm-hmm. value, value, value. So we got a man 22 event, which is awareness for suicide awareness for military and first responders coming up this weekend. So we push that out to the database and we invite people to it. So there's more of that community come make a bigger impact of these type of things. And then they will give us referrals from that. We then, what do we do? Life update. And it starts to compound um, through referrals from referrals over time. And what's great about this is, Remember, one of those is talent. Now, if we do get a person who says, hey, listen, my brother's sister, cousin, whatever, went through school and I think they're going to be really good. They come on over. Now we, we hack their own circle, they have their whole circle of influence through the talent relationship we've built that keeps the revenue coming in just outside of our database. So it, there's many. And by the way, again, we're pushing the side hustles too, right? So we're getting more Airbnb or the short-term rental game, long-term rental game. And the RV just got picked up yesterday or two days ago for two months, maybe two and a half months. Um, it's going on tour with somebody. So, but it's only built through the relationships that we built through the database. So those will continue to happen. It's not a one size fits all real estate sales transaction database relationship conversation. 
it's a whole bunch of other things because once you build that relationship, just as much as Michael Jordan can throw his name on a car and for some reason, someone's going to go buy the key of Michael Jordan, right? But it's not basketball. It's not his shoe, but he's built a good enough brand and a relationship uh, through that, that he can stick that sticker on anything and people are going to buy it at a premium. And that's what we're doing. So I'm always curious too, because you have some people when they're in real estate business that are all about like just grinding it out. Like I literally just came off of interviewing a podcast where the guy's still doing the exact same thing six, seven years later. I mean, killing it nonetheless, but in, in the midst of the grind. And then there's people like you, I'm probably more like you, where it's like, you're trying to systemate, automate and, and move constantly. Like what, what's the value to you personally of being in a more systemated, automated environment? Well, goes back to when I was in the audience of 10X and somebody in the audience, I was bragging, right? Just dumb. I was bragging like, oh, I have like, I think it was 52 coaching clients and ooh, look at me. And he was like, oh, that's cool. And I was like, oh man, I should have known he was setting me up. He was like, oh, that's cool. He was like, so what would happen if your plane went down on the way home? I was like, oh, I guess, I guess I die. He was like, oh, okay. That's interesting. All right. And what would happen to your income? I was like, oh yeah, that, that would stop too, because I was active just like your other dudes, super active. And he said, oh, okay. And you call yourself a father. And I was like, oh gosh. Okay. And he was right. Well, there's no reason to get mad at that. He was exactly right. I left that audience and back to my Airbnb and I left my current brokerage. I left the coaching program business I was with. I left off, I dropped a whole bunch of things and all I did was focus on how can I create this thing that's so systemized I could die today and the family still gets paid. And there went the beginning to a whole nother journey. So you ask the benefit, the benefit is that. So, you know, don't be so selfish that you are, and by the way, in the beginning, you have to be the grinder. I'm not knocking that away, but like at some point, start recognizing that if you die and you, and people are, are relying on you, your loved ones, whoever that might be, Dude, that's your responsibility to create it as if you were dead. So if something happens to you, you break your legs, you break your arms, or get in a car accident, you could be brain dead. I mean, some bad stuff happens all the time. You need to create a system behind it that supports the people you love. Yeah, and so essentially the fear response about you know dying has led you to be able to build something that will will you know uh, still be around after you're gone. What's what's positively driving you forward? these days uh the time factor now i mean obviously this is awarded a lot of time um and the i have a four-year-old now and dude like you know anyone who has young kids just sees that bright excitement of life every day and for me that's everything dude that fills me up man and i want to emulate that and so i'm kind of on my own journey to kind of identify what those things are in my own life identify who i am and you kind of have time to be a hippie, I guess, <laughs> to, you know, and just understand what the whole meaning of all this is and, and, and truly enjoy the now more than enjoy the past or the future. Just the now is so important. Um, but that's what keeps driving me. Honestly, she teaches me that. Yeah. You have the shirt. Don't suck at life. What, what would yeah. be uh, ways like what, what's a way not to suck at life? That's a great question. Um, I would say don't suck at life for me at and has been in the past is lean into if the universe and it will will show you doors that you should lean into but immediately 
you have a negative thought about it, it's okay. You can't control that thought. But lean into whatever that thing is. That's a that's an advancement and not sucking at life. It might be uncomfortable. And man, this might be some of that woo-woo stuff you've heard from plenty of people. Just go out there and do it. But man, has so many opportunities have opened up when you just lean into whatever the universe keeps showing in front of you. If you're good at design, if you're good at sales, if you're good at systems, and this, this thing keeps popping up, just lean into it, dude. There's a reason why it keeps popping up. Your energy is it's like bringing that to you. So to, don't suck at life. Don't suck at the reason your whole, your whole reason you're here, dude. Just lean into it. Lean into it, whatever that is. So don't suck at life. Yeah. So you've got this automated system. You've got the downline. You've got all these things going for you. What's your vision for your life and business next 12 to 18 months? And I know there's some things you're working on that you can't share, but, but take us into what you can. Yeah, so I'll go personal and then professional. Personal is, you know, going back to that, you know, I got a little bit more into looking at like moon phases and energy and uh, just everything that go I've not dived too deep into it, but like the Kabbalah and like the, the whole energy system. And I'm just, again, trying to learn a little bit more of how we can, how we can expand on this thing, this human experience while we're here on the world, right? Straight hippie stuff, but it's super interesting to me. That's, that's the personal, the uh, because if, if I show up better then I show up better for all our agents, my family, you know, you, you get it. The business side, we found in, we found an opportunity, <laughs> dude, how we, myself and this other partner got connected was, was crazy because I leaned into an opportunity I was terrified about. Wasn't sure if I was ready for this opportunity, but I said, yes, anyways, later got denied it. They wanted to bring somebody else in. Me and this somebody else got together because they wanted to bring us both in and both split the salary. And we jumped on a Zoom. We started talking. We're like, man, what if we could do this thing, but not for just this business, for many other businesses? Because there's an opportunity here. And everyone's so focused on creating their own. But what if we just help people create theirs? There's a gap of opportunity of time, money, and all the cool things that wealthy people are excited about. And it will, it can move past just this current firm I'm with, and it can work with other firms, at least what we see that firms are moving towards, which is more outside that franchise model. And so like, we just see a gap in the market and we're capitalizing on it. You're exactly right. I can't give you too many details. We're literally building it at the moment. Um, but I'm very excited about where that's going to go, how many people's lives it's going to, it's going to change and impact and it's, it's, it's so cool that no one sees it. You ever heard of the blue ocean strategy? Oh yeah. Have I ever? Yeah. 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 This is that, is that it's, it's in real time this. So fast forward a year when we do another podcast, we could do this and you're like, you dog, that's what you were talking about. You did so it. yeah. Incredible. <clears throat> awesome, man. And so talk to me about like how, like, as you're going through this new journey, are you just fired up all the time? Like, is it filled with challenges? What What is it like uh, pursuing this new path? Yeah, so I don't know if it's it's there's challenges, but there's simple challenges, very simple challenges, because we've not yet brought on an account. That's when the challenges are really going to start, right? That's where we're going to have to fell forward over and over and over and again. And I think once you've done that a few times, you understand that it will all live. It will be okay. So uh, we're, we're excited for the felling form. So to answer your question, no, not a, not a lot of challenges at the moment. We have two admin and two kind of leadership growth people, myself and this other dude. 
So we've got a great team. Uh, we're putting all the back the, the, the back end stuff together. We've already identified who we're going for. So no, not challenges yet. I think I think if there were a challenge, and I've already said this to the team, is like execution better happen pretty quick because the fact that we saw it means somebody else saw it too. So somebody's building right now that we don't even know. And we need to execute. We need to be first on the court. So that, that would quick. be the challenge. Yeah, got to be quick. Yeah. So awesome, man. Well, Ruben, thanks so much for coming on, sharing about your life and your business. For those of you out there listening, automated business systems are pretty amazing when implemented, right? I mean, think about it. I think one of the underlying tones of this episode was what happens if you die? Uh, and if you ask yourself that question, it could lead you maybe down a path that create things that will survive you, but also maybe give things that give you time freedom today, which was what we're all about, Freedom Teachers Podcast. So write down something you learned, share it with somebody you know so they can hold you accountable because freedom is acquired one action at a time. And if you take steps day by day before you know it, you too will be living a life of freedom. Thank you guys for tuning in. Catch you on the next episode. Please like, comment, share, and subscribe. Engagement is like gold to us. We can't do what we're doing without it. Reviews and subscriptions, particularly on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube, are worth more than money. So please do what you can to support the show. 